Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Enjoy the Goldilocks Productions presentation of the In the Psychic Flow Show with Caroline Carey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to In the Psychic Flow. Thank you for joining us this evening. And uh, as we approach Easter and Passover, uh, many blessings to you in the audience. Thank you all for joining us and being so dedicated. If you are watching us on YouTube, you are more than welcome to do a super sticker. You are not obliged, but if you'd like to, all the show hosts appreciate that. Um, and on Rumble, if you're catching us on Rumble, you could give us a plus sign, leave a comment. That always helps. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can do it via Venmo, uh, Carol Ann Carey, C A R O L A N C A R E Y. Uh, we are also uh, uploading to BitChute, so it won't be a live show, but it will be the replays. So that's great. That gives us a wider audience. I was just talking to Reverend Tiffany about that, so that's great. We're using keywords so that it's easier for you, for you to go back and find the show that you're looking for in case you missed it, which is fine. We are on, um, and if you're watching on YouTube, if you're waiting in line, for we're going to do a little bit uh, different thing. We're going to do some uh, spirit guide readings, perhaps see how it goes. 
And um, if you're waiting, maybe hit the like button, subscribe so that you know when we go live again and share with your friends. If you're listening uh, via audio, we're on Spotify or on Google Play, iHeartRadio and many other like all platforms. So if you are busy cooking dinner or driving home from work, uh, you can listen to us on those platforms. What else uh, did I want to say to you? Next week, please join us for Mr. Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer, will be here discussing his latest book. This is his third, I believe. He's always a wonderful, entertaining, informative guest. Uh, and he's going to talk about the afterlife and frequency. So it's it's fabulous. I've read his books. They're wonderful. He is probably... Just he's probably the most amazing uh, psychic I've ever met. Uh, he is a lawyer and he is uh, um, the Supreme Court. He's also licensed in Florida. Uh, he lives on the other coast. So we're kind of neighbors. And uh, he's a great author. All of his books are fabulous. So please check him out on Amazon as well. Uh, what else? Tonight, tonight, we are going to talk about spirit guides and teachers. And uh, maybe we'll get some readings in. And one of the things I, I, if you've seen this, heard this story before, I'm sorry to bore you, but I, I can't give my guide, Walter Henderson, enough uh, credit because without him, I wouldn't be doing this work. And um, I did get this picture. I finally found the lady's, the trance's um, address. Now, I don't know if she's still alive because I got this about 15 years ago. She, our name is Florence Jennison from near Driffield, East Yorkshire, Great Britain. And I wrote to her, and it was $40 at the time, to get a picture of your spirit guide, whichever one that you wished. And the philosophy I was trained in is that we have several, we have a team of guides that come in with us to the earth plane. And uh, I don't know who picks who, I'm not quite sure about that, but um, it, it's not who you think. That, that's the basis for why I talk about getting to know your spirit guides. In this case, I, as a medium, I wanted to know who my doorkeeper was. The doorkeeper is the one that sets up the interviews with uh, the spirit people on the other side for me. So when I walk into a situation, he's got everybody organized and, you know, who's going first or who's doing what. And he helps me achieve that rapport. Okay, so that's what the doorkeeper does. And he protects anyone else who... He doesn't feel is, deems is appropriate for the like to come into the waiting room to wait for me to speak to them. So anyway, so I wrote, I forget what the date is that I wrote this, but I wrote to her it was two $40 bills, a sample of your handwriting, a picture of yourself with no, no one else, no animals. And I waited anxiously for three weeks and I uh, came into my post office box and I ran into the post office after work, grabbed it and ripped open the envelope in the parking lot and I got this gentleman here. So that's who I got. And I was like, are you kidding? I have no idea who this is. None. So this is Walter. I got a lovely note from her. He sent me a butterfly down here. This is his picture. And um, butterfly in a yellow rose. And a little handwritten note. My na his name is Walter Henderson. Very philosophical. Teaching abilities. And he uh, says you were a healer. And a few other very lovely things. So um, then after working with him for a while, and it wasn't instantaneous, believe me, I parked this picture all over my apartment. Finally, I put it on one of the, the dining chairs 
and I would wake up and have my coffee and look at them. And finally, one day after a couple of weeks, I started getting messages coming in through the right side of my head, which I knew wasn't me. And it took me a while to figure out there was a different vernacular. There is a different um, vocabulary. There's a different rhythm, cadence to his speaking. And I said, you know, I think this guy's British. So uh, finally, um, we started, it was the way he would say things. It was very succinct. It would answer me. And uh, at the time, of, I guess at that time, uh, a few, maybe a year later after I was introduced to Walter, I was um, uh, leading a trance group and I would research who we brought in to see, to validate. You know, we would get hints, we would get images, we would get pictures, and we would try to validate who the spirit was that would come in. I think validation is very important. So um, finally, I decided that I would talk to Walter about more, get more about him. So he gave me two things. I told you he's very succinct. And he goes, 1945, no, excuse me, 1944 and published. Those are the two hints he gave me to help track him down. So I did very easily, now as you imagine, Walter Henderson is a very common name. But with those two hints of 1944 and published, I was able to find his obituary, which is right here. And this is from, I forget uh, which paper this was from. London Times, I believe it was. And I found a few other things on him. I found some pictures. So I have a picture of him here. He was uh, in two Olympics. And if you say, oh, well, you know, that's not really him. Well, I'll tell you what, his ears are very succinct, succinct, I'm sorry, very uh, characteristics. If you look closely, it's kind of hard to see here, but his ears do stick out. So that I recognize right away. And the, the jawline and the hairline. So I recognize that. And um, he, this gentleman, this Walter Henderson passed away in 1944 and he was a published author as well. He wrote for um, Spirit Magazine. He graduated from Trinity College in Dublin. This is his, his picture, his class. And he is on the extreme, the other end, right here, right here. And he was a track star. He was in two Olympics, traveled. And uh, the more I got to know him, the things that I was getting before I knew the real facts about him, I was able to verify when I got the facts from the information that I located. Now, why am I telling you all this? Because not everybody can, can do this, right? Uh, not everybody can track down their spirit guide, but we can try. And the reason I say that is because I would like you to understand that you have spirit guides that have lived on the earth plane. Uh, just depending on what they do. Now you have a doctor of philosophy, you have a doctor of chemistry, you have a healing guide, perhaps you might have a gardening guide, you have a doorkeeper, you have an Indian protector or an indigenous person protector. Generally in the United States, it's usually American Indian, but maybe in England, it's something else. 
Um, so you have se about seven different kinds of guides. And the one that I focused on primarily was my healing guide because I did healing, a lot of healing. And I have a few from Reiki and a few other things I've accumulated along the way. But I really wanted to get to know my doorkeeper because that's the one that I worked intimately with. Now, in my case, Walter has been a tremendous help to me personally in my own life and strengthening my abilities and helping me uh, strive for accuracy, for honor, for ethics, for morals, uh, to leave a philosophical message with someone who's grieving and to not make a circus show of this work, then the importance of it in grief and loss, etc. So he's taught me a lot. And he's my number one fan, and he has helped me move through some very difficult situations in my life. So I'm very grateful to him. So I, the reason that I bring this up, I think it's very important to know who your spirit guides are and allow them to show you who they are and to see if you can get something to validate who they are. Now, you can go through a trance medium. I'm sure there are other people that do this. The lady that I had couldn't draw a stick figure in her life. But when she went into trance, this is what she did. So she had no record of it, no memory of it. She just dictated what he told her on a beautiful letter and which I can't find the card anywhere, but uh, I'm sure I have it someplace and uh, shared with me what he, in the message that he imparted to me. So I thought that was quite lovely. Not everyone is as fortunate. One of my teachers had recommended her. He was from Britain as well. And he, he knew of her. So that's how I got a hold of her. But there are other people that do this kind of work. Um, so don't get discouraged if you cannot, for some reason, validate yet it may come. Now, you may not want your doorkeeper. You might want your healing guide or your doctor of chemistry or your doctor of philosophy or your protector. You may want one of the others. So the method, uh, the theology that I was trained in is uh, spiritualist. So you can look at spiritualist uh, band of guides uh, online and Google that in different places, teach that method and the importance of it and the lessons, blah, blah, blah. Um, Arthur Finley College in, in uh, England teaches that. They have a great website as well. So you can look at that. I'm not saying that's the only way to learn, but this is where I'm coming from. So you have an idea. So my, why am I telling you all this? Okay. Because people are like, oh, who's my guide? How do I know they're working with me? Blah, blah, blah. So I think it's very important because it, it, it's not phony then. It's legitimate. Everybody would like to think they have Cleopatra as their guide or, you know, Abraham Lincoln or something. Um, but these are normal people. And this gentleman was also a solicitor, they call them, for the Ministry of Labor in England. So he was a lawyer. And uh, he did, uh, I think, business shipping law. And uh, he wanted to see the end of, he didn't live to see the end of World War II. He had me read about 250 biographies about World War II and about what happened. So he got me hooked on that. So that's been going on for several years. But within like a year or two, I read like 250 biographies. No joke. I still have an avid interest in World War II history. And uh, I think he wanted me to understand what they lived through in England, and particularly the bombing blitz and, and the hardships that they experienced. I think he wanted me to know. And um, I always get a lot of veterans now because I've welcomed that. So I get a lot of veterans in the spirit world and I really appreciate that. 
And uh, so that's very dear to my heart if I can help them. I've seen a lot of things. I've seen, um, uh, I've had uh, guides and I have another current guide, a friend of mine who passed away is also assists me with contemporary figures. She'll bring them into me if she thinks they're of interest. So you can accumulate different guides, but you still may have one or two that are that you work with very closely. So how do you get to know them? Here's here's the here's the rub, right? How do people like, oh, I don't meditate, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't either. I gotta be honest with you. I'm not a meditator. But let me just walk you through this little exercise. And if you have a pad of paper, you can just write it down. Very simple. Just pretend or imagine that you're sitting on a chair and there is a elevator or a tube of light coming down from the heavens all the way through the ground. And you're sitting on a simple chair in, in this tube of beautiful colors, like a prism, beautiful crystal tube. All the colors of the rainbow and of heaven are here. You have a chair opposite you. So we're in a small space, no bigger than this small table that I have here. And you're like knee to knee. So the chair is open to whoever is going to come visit you from the spirit world. Now, you can use this to this method to speak with your loved ones in spirit, your spirit guides, anyone that you wish. However, I would ask you to just be open. Don't demand. Don't expect. Be open to the awe and the beauty of what happens. So this is a very quick exercise, which you can do anytime. Uh, You could practice every day or once a week or whatever. It could be a very brief encounter, but the door is open. So you imagine yourself in this beautiful crystal tube of multicolor, prism colors, gorgeous. You take a couple of deep breaths and you relax and you put your hands in your lap. And you just say to, if we want to say a little prayer to the Holy Mother, the Heavenly Father, Great Spirit, whoever you would like to uh, start a ritual with, or if you find that necessary, just say, I would like to see my spirit guide, or I would love to encounter my mother, or I am open to whoever, uh, I'm in a protected space, so whoever has a message for me for my benefit, I would be open to that. Just take a breath and let that go. Just let that thought hang there. And as you sit in silence, I would say no more than five minutes, no more than that, probably three. Sit in silence, see what you experience, see if someone comes. The first time I did this, um, I had the impression that my second husband, Rudy, who was a Vietnam veteran, uh, came and sat down. And the reason I had that impression was because I could feel his hand on my knee. I could feel the pressure. He didn't say anything. He just put a hand on my knee like I am here. And I knew it was him. Another time I had um, a breeze on my cheek. Another time I felt, I smelt something and I felt an aura of a beautiful woman who turned out to be another guide, whose name is Rose. And we were able to share a few moments. So it's very brief. It can be very quick, very brief. You may only get a touch, a smell, a couple of words, but that's okay. 
just take that, enjoy that moment and say, let's do this again. Now, if they're there and they want to keep chatting, that's okay too. Don't keep it too long because then you're going to start throwing things in here. You're going to start making things up. Look at who's sitting there. Is it a guide? Ask them, are you a guide? What is your job? What is your name? Can you tell me your name? They may show you pictures of who they are, of their of the life that they led here on the earth plane. And this is something that you can go back to anytime. You could go back next week and say, boy, I would love, uh, let's say Red Hunter, my guide Red Hunter to come in and speak with me again. Uh, what messages does he have for me? What's his job? What's his role in my life here on the earth plane? What can he tell me about his life? Is there anything that you can validate? I mean, the internet is the world's library. You can find anything. So ask them to give you, if you don't recognize them, ask them to give you, just like Walter did. He, I didn't ask for this. It just came in. It was 1944, published. So I found his, his passing was 1944. He's a published author. He wrote a novella. He wrote for Spirit Magazine and a couple other magazines on spiritualism. So he was a follower of Arthur Conan Doyle. He knew him. Uh, you know, and this is at that time period. The Olympics that he was in, I think, were like 1908 and maybe like 1912 or something. Uh, so he was in two Olympics for track and field. And he led uh, a treatment. He was initial in starting that in Britain. They didn't have track and field at that time. So he was, and he was a discus uh, thrower, as you can see by that picture. So these are the things that I learned about him. And so he's a multifaceted Renaissance man. And I felt a very um, privileged. I think I shared it about a week or so ago, maybe a little bit longer. He said, you're a Renaissance gal or girl. And I was like, thank you. That is a compliment to me because that means that you can, uh, you're multifaceted, you're deep, you know, you have uh, hidden abilities or hidden talents. And I thought that was really great. So. Uh, as I said, I love Walter and I've learned, I learned a lot from him. So I walk you through this exercise. We're just going to envision the, this crystal prism or elevator or tube coming down from the heavens, going all the way down through the ground. You are sitting in a chair, loosely sitting, chair opposite you. You welcome whoever comes in. Now, this could be a family member that you'll recognize or it'll be someone that you don't recognize. But with a prayer protection, and in this uh, crystal tube, no one that has your best interest at heart is welcome there. And they know that. So you don't have to be afraid of it. Okay. So that is what I'm going to teach you tonight. Um, what I thought I would do, if you're interested, I would see if I can pick up on guides. Now, this is another thing. I did platform, um, which means that you're on a stage reading a congregation. So you're not near them. You're not touching them. You're away from them. So this takes extreme um, zeroing in, laser-like attention to get them, to separate them from all the other people that are sitting here. They're spirit people. So it, once you do it, you get into it and it's okay. It's not like a miracle. Okay. But it does take ded dedication and discipline to do this work. And I miss it very much. But I feel like I, I can't do it right now. I'm just like, 
don't have the opportunity at the moment. Um, so I will do it again. And I enjoy that. Uh, I like watching an audience reaction and it's kind of dicey because they could not take it too. They could not take what you're giving them too. So it's a gamble, you know? And so you have to have the self-assurance and the confidence that you know that you got somebody for them and you're going to bring them that person. And 90% of the time, I would say they take them. And if they're not taking that person, there's other spirit people in heaven for them. So you can bring in somebody else. And so it's, you have to think on your feet and you have to make contact very quickly. And that's why the doorkeeper is of essence importance in that work. Okay. So I lectured enough. That's how I teach. I tell you just the way it is. I tell you what I expect. And I don't want to hear from people. Oh, you know, I have Cleopatra. I have this. No, I want to know who had your, who is your guy who came in with you? Who, is, who has your back? Who do you have a uh, concrete uh, contact with? Definitely no doubt. And don't expect it to be who you think it is. I was positive. I was feeling a female energy. I was, but that wasn't my doorkeeper. That was a channeling guide and a trance guide. That was Rose. And I didn't meet her for a couple of years after I met Walter. But so when I got Walter's picture, I was kind of like, who the hey is this, you know? So it took me a while, I would say maybe three weeks, less than a month, to get the contact going. And it was accepting. He didn't come in the form that I thought he was coming in. He wasn't who I thought he was. And I can't tell you the surprise, joy, and education I've gotten uh, an enrichment from this gentleman who I didn't expect at all. So that's what I'm saying. Be open. Don't be expectant. Don't demand. Let it flow. Okay. All right. So there we go. So let's see. Let me hit my super stickers first. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I hope that wasn't too boring. And I hope I didn't forget anything. Hi, Jill. Jill Sheen. Jill Sheen. Jill Sheen. I'm going to do a little difference. Uh, prayer out to you. Jill. Hi, Kim. Uh, Jill Sheen. I hope your husband is feeling better. Prayers to Roy. Prayers of healing from everyone here in the psychic flow. Uh, please let him know what you're thinking of him. Uh, this is funny. <laughs> I wonder if this is for you. This is weird. This might be for Roy. I don't know. I have lobster and I have like the grout and fisherman here. I wonder why this is. And I feel like I'm on the Cape and I'm into shipping. I mean, I came off a ship. Now I got to figure out who this guide is for who's this for and what's their purpose. Navigation is the word navigation, travel, navigation. And I think this might be for Roy, uh, but he keeps an eye on both of you. And I'd like to, there's a G name like Glenn something. Uh, and I feel like a Scottish kind of feeling here. I don't believe this is a relative. I really feel it's a very, it's a guide. And it has a lot to do with Navy, uh, shipping, the sea, the Atlantic, lobsters, fishing, um, that kind of thing. Uh, and so, and the purpose of navigating, the purpose is, could be a protector as well, but I don't know. It feels more like this is a person who is helping you navigate uh, the landscape of life, okay? across rough, rough waters. Um, and I feel like you're going to there. And what I'm seeing is finally this beautiful schooner ship just sailing into on, on calmer waters, uh, warm air, uh, like a, a nice breeze. 
and sailing into as the sun is going down i can see the back of the schooner going away so you have navigated these problems and you're sailing into the sunset so uh as far as family going you have a lot of family surrounding you and i have an older woman with roy in particular who is a baker i feel like she could bake wearing an apron and i got flour in my hands and i want him to know and there's a feather here it's a feather from someone um so i'm not sure if that's a gift to Roy or something about a feather. So you might recognize that. So maybe a guide for you, uh, which would be, feels more feminine, Jill, is something to do with a feather. Okay. So, uh, and actually now what I'm seeing is a boa. So I'm seeing like a 20s, 1920s boa and the feather is like floating away as she walks in the room and throws this thing around her neck. So I hope that is helpful to you. I hope you can identify with that. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Okay. Uh, my next person is Gigi. Gigi, how are you, darling? I hope that you are well. I have a nurse here in the spirit world. Uh, I'm trying to get a guy, but this could be a living relative. And I, I, I just have a nurse here. I have to mention that. Uh, this could be a guide for you because I think you have a an interest in medicine or an interest in uh, psychology, an interest in um, sociology and helping people from different uh, walks of life or different ranks. I'm getting the word ranks, different ranks. Um, and, you know, I think this is a guide because I have the impression of a um, World War One Red Cross kind of nurse kind of feeling here. Battle going on and uh, her doing her work there, pulling up her skirts and walking across muddy fields. I have this feeling of, of this lady um, and there's an A name associated, something with an A associated with her, Ariane. Um, it, I feel like it's A-R-I-E-N-N-E, something like that. That could be the place where she was. It could be like, you know, I'm looking at like Crimea, uh, something like that, World War One, something like that. Uh, Crimea was separate from that, I believe, right? I believe. I have to learn my history. Anyway, I feel like that time period. So that might be something you want to look into. And the reason that she's here is to give you support. And then it's not all back in the day, the nurses had to make a lot of decisions because there was a few doctors and they'd be uh, doing amputations and bullet wounds and this kind of stuff. And it was really the nurse who at that point, it was never given credit. That was the battle about nursing and nursing has evolved so much since that time. They're given no credit at all. They were treated like, you know, wash women and uh, very abused, but they are the one that held the hands and changed the dressings and spoke to, and wrote the letters home and wet the lips of dying patients. These are the, the women that are steadfast that uh, these soldiers uh, owed their lives to. So there's something here for you to understand about humanity. Um, and I wouldn't say that the accident was, I think that was just something that happens. We all have things that, you know, when bad things happen to good people, things just happen sometimes. I don't think it was a planned event. Uh, and the lesson may not be for you. The lesson may be for the woman that hit you. Um, and you're just like a, you know, a casualty, sorry to put it that way, but the beauty is what comes of this, the changes that come to your life. And you've already have revelations. I don't want to stay in this career. I want to do something else. 
And good for you, because I think it's very hard to turn down when you have abilities like yourself, professional abilities, and you can make decent, really good money uh, to take a step back and say, but is this making me happy? Good for you that you're deciding what makes you happy. And I think that's the purpose that's coming out of this tragic accident. And I feel that you're going to be okay. Uh, it's inconvenient. It's kind of painful, but I feel like you're going to get through it and you're going to be a rock star. So I'm going to leave that with you. Thank you, Gigi, for joining us. Carol, I'm so sorry. I keep missing you for some reason, dear. Uh, you're too quiet in that. You're too quiet in the chat room here. Mama mia. Da, 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 da. Okay. We have the family. <clears throat> Who is this guide here? Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. You know, Carol, I don't know if you have any attraction to Egypt or anything like that. Or you thought maybe you had past lives or something. I don't know if Egypt, and I also get the word uh, Jerusalem. Uh, Jerusalem is uh, important for some reason. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that out there. Now, when I think of Jerusalem, of course, I think of Jesus. So I'm wondering. But uh, I don't know if there's connection to Jesus or something. I feel... Jerusalem, it may be someone that lived in that time period is a guide for you or there's a past life here. I'm not big on past lives uh, for the only reason that the ministerial program I studied insists that it's not necessary for us to come back on this earth plane, that we can com we progress on the other side. And that only, be, you know, so you don't have to come back. Um, they, and and. The spirit world feels that you're limiting yourself by trudging through this earth plane again. It's not necessary. There is progression on the other side, but people are, may not go with that. So I'm tolerant of it. I've had past life regression, but what I was seeing per Walter is other people's lives. And I will give you an example of that. I had an RAF um, uh, pilot show me how he and eight others evacuated this, uh, I think they were called Liberty, uh, Liber um, not Liberty, Liberators, huge plane. Um, and there were eight people on this. There's usually, there were nine and there's usually only eight and there was nine on this. And I got his initials uh, the gentleman gave me his initials. The plane was never found. Um, I got his last name was shown to me on a headstone. That was many. So this is like three or four times in a past life progression. I got this guy. But what I learned was I wasn't him. He was trying to show me his, he was never found. He told me where his plane went down. I found I had his initials. I went through RAF pilots that went down in that area. Um, plane has still never been found. And uh, he has, um, I forget what cemetery it is over there. He's uh, has a, his name is on a wall over there of the missing in England. He was from England. So 
that's what I learned about past life. But you don't have to agree with me. I mean, you know, I'm kind of controversial, as you can see, if you see my latest posts uh, on Facebook. Anyway, so why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because it doesn't necessarily have to be a past life, Jerusalem. It could be a guide or it could be somebody who needs your, wants your attention, who has a message for you. I feel a female Jerusalem. I feel uh, an admirer or something with silks could be a woman that sold fabric, something like that. So this is the impression that I get like fabric and beauty uh, and stuff that is imported and exotic from other lands. And she would, she's holding this beautiful blue silk and she is looking to make something. She is looking at an opportunity to make something either for herself or to sell it. So, um, Carol, I don't know if that rhymes with you, if that jives with you or not. Let me know. Uh, if you give me, can give me any validation, I appreciate that. If you can't, that's okay too. Uh, what else do I want to say? And I, I want to say, Dad, I want to say April is a big month. Of, I don't know. I have a diamond here. So I don't know what April is. Is April, I think it's emerald, isn't it? I forgot what stone. What stone is the diamond? Anyway, I'm being shown that and I'm being shown April. So I don't know why April is significant. And I hope that you can take that message from your lovely dad. Okay. Uh, let me see if I got any of super, super stickers here. Tanya Harcher. Tanya, I don't know if I read for you before, dear. Thank you for joining us in the Psychic Flow. It's great to have you here. Ooh, I better get going, huh? Um, Tanja, Tanja, Tanja. You know, I get a very, uh, try not to go by your name. I see jungle, so I don't know if I'm in Africa or um, Peru. Some places, uh, a very hot climate. There is jungle there and there is dry as well. Dry land as well. Um, and I'm getting carvings. I have something about carvings. And uh, beautiful carvings. They're made out of uh, a teak is the word. I'm getting a teak word. So I don't know if this would be an ancestor of yours or a guide. And sometimes that can happen, but generally not. Um, to be a true and impartial guide for you, you don't want to have the family bond that just kind of smears everything with love, which is wonderful. And that's great that they support you, but that's not who's going to teach you. Okay. That's not, somebody's not going to, they're not going to be hard on you. Okay. To get your evidence, to uh, persist, to believe, to go on, to reach. Okay. A family's going to be, Oh, that's nice dear. You know, so you don't want family as a guide in particular, they come along for the ride uh, they may pull you out of a burning car. They may, uh, you know, if you're sick with pneumonia, they may, you know, cool your forehead, but they're not, their job is not as a guide. So they may be around, but I see these beautiful mass, wooden mass made of teak as I'm being seen and pieces of um, like a, a, a tray or a stool. And I'm also seeing some kind of instrument here. I also get the word mandolin. So I don't know if mandolin belongs to you or if it's to Carol. But I feel a mandolin here and I feel something musical. Maybe this wood was made to make musical instruments because now I'm seeing a gentleman, uh, I would say from the late 1800s into the early 1900s, wearing a high collar white shirt and he's picking up a violin that may be made out of this wood. So this might be significant. 
may have something to do with music, uh, but it's going all the way back to where that wood came from. So I don't know if you lived a life like that. If you have a guide from there, uh, see if that resonates with you. And I also have a grandmother in spirit, dear, um, who is, she says, I, I wanted to read you the riot act, um, but you're doing pretty good. So I'm not going to do that. She said, you handled it. So I don't know what that's about. Only, you know, you and her, but I feel she goes, I was going to read you the riot act, but you see, but I, I believed in you and you did the right thing. So I don't know what that means. I'm going to give you that, Tanya. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for your super sticker. Uh, Linnell, 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 Linnell. Let me thank you for your super sticker, Linnell. <laughs> I still get that you want to be in pictures. Um, I have a, this is kind of funny. I have a, a, a woman here, a peasant of some, I would, shouldn't say peasant. I would say, well, I would say, I would say not royalty. I would say a common person who spoke with big animals, like big panthers, big bears is in a forest. Uh, she reminds me very much of my uh, the essence of Rose, who is one of my guides, as I mentioned, for trance and channeling, came from that and changed from pagan. She went into Christianity. Now, I'm not saying your guide did that, but I feel that I have a woman who is very simple, lovely, like uh, with a shawl over her head. And she speaks to the birds. And she speaks to the big animals and she's not afraid. And they lay down in front of her on the forest floor of pine needles. So this lovely woman who is also an archer, she's a very good uh, bow and arrow and she knows how to defend herself, but she rescues and takes care of and has an appreciation for nature. And she uses, uh, Things that she finds, like uh, she's mentioning a bark. And what is it? Willow bark? Some kind of bark from the trees. Seeds. She's talking about seeds. Very important. Uh, propagating. She's saying propagating. And she has a small little place. And she's got an older woman living with her. Some family. But she's got this little garden. It just has a few funky looking pumpkins and a few other things. But she's got some... Uh, Medicinal, she's a medicinal plant. So if you have any interest in that, or if you have a guide, if you feel that you have a guide um, uh, that would res that resonates with you, let me know. Um, Linnell, I feel this is very important because she's like, uh, and also very, I'm going to say she's very creative because there's children around in this little village and she spends time with them and encourages them and they follow her around like she's like the Pied Piper and uh, she meets with them. I don't think anyone teaches them. And you have to remember at this time we're going back, I don't know how far, a couple hundred years, 400 years. Well, more than that, if she turned, I don't know, thousand years. There was no teaching. So she would uh, lead these kids in song and dance and uh, teach them little thing, cooking. She mentioned a cooking pot. So she embraced these children and encouraged them because there was no teaching. And all they did was work like little, you know, whole families work like slaves, whether it was 
agriculture or hunting or whatever, leather. Um, so this woman was able to spare some time and light up the, the life of these children. Thank you so much for joining us, Linnell. I hope that works with you. Let me know. I do have um, Gigi responded with a little bit of validation here. Thank you, Carol Ann. So weird last night when I went to bed right before I fell asleep, I felt a breeze blowing on my right cheek and in my ear. It actually moved my hair. I freaked out a little bit. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much. All right. So I have... Uh, oh, Carol's going to sell fabrics on Etsy. Oh, good. We mentioned a beautiful fabric for her. Okay. Wonderful. Back in range. I'm going to get to you in a moment, Kim. Uh, let me just do Moda here. Moda, I don't remember reading for you before. Thank you, Linnell, for your super sticker. Uh, Moda. Something with rice. I have a, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before. I see a big thing of rice here, like a yellow rice. And I feel as if um, I'm some kind of Spanish or Peru or uh, not Jamaican. Dominican, Peru. Um, what's a country that starts with an E that I can't remember right now? Ecuador. Something around that. And I have tiles. I have these beautiful tiles that are hand decorated. And I feel like either you or this guide uh, hand painted these or crafted these or were around. And also what I'm getting is a um, a fountain here and these tiles are along the wall and there's this beautiful fountain and water is very important very cleansing and there's a spiritual healing essence here Moda and it feels female and she's talking about washing the sins away washing sins away okay um, shepherdess. She talks about being a shepherdess. Okay. Um, interesting. And she has her own staff, like a staff that you would use for walking. And she's got family. There's an older man with her. This could be a dad for her. And she's showing me her family life. And she said, to, is washing away the sins and uh, believing in the message is like believing in yourself, believing that you deserve, deserve to turn, to wash off. Water is very important to cleanse off in the spring, in the fountain, in the water. These beautiful tiles and these colors of, of muted, muted blues and greens and some reds. Very important. And I feel that she was around um, agriculture, animal husbandry. Uh, sheep, goats, that kind of thing. Very important lambs, very important. Uh, it feels Hispanic, could be Greece, but I feel a Hispanic flair here. Um, so I hope that resonates with you. I also have a father figure. I want to say father or grandfather here in the spirit world. Hello, sir. And I feel as if I did something with my mouth or I had a cigar or I was chomping on something. I feel like I'm chomping, like I'm chewing on something, a pen, a pencil. I feel like maybe it's a pencil. And I feel like he sticks it behind his ear. So it could be a grandfather. And I feel very, um, with paper, I feel like uh, little bits of paper here. 
So I feel keep I keep track of things. And I just want to say to you, I'm looking out for you. Something about a, a car, a new car, something about that motor. I hope that resonates with you. If you can take any of that, let me know. And if you can't take something tonight, let it sink in. I'm not saying I'm 100% accurate. I'm not. Nobody is. But I can just give you what I get. And I really don't like reading like this. I'd rather have the vibration in my ear of your voice. So I have the validation right then and there. So for me, it's kind of a handicap to work this way. But I think I do pretty well. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to learn how to do this. It's not my favorite, but uh, God bless Tiffany. She took me on and uh, walked me through a lot of things that so we're doing great. I think we're doing great. Moda, uh, it's absolutely beautiful. And I have some kind of handcrafted thing that this gal is putting over your neck. It looks like a leather tie with a stone or a something uh, polished. Could even be like a metal, but it's beautiful. And she puts that right over your neck and she says, I am with you. So I hope that you can take that, Moda. Thank you so much for joining us. And Laura Romero. Tanya. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I pronounce it? I'm sorry, honey. Tanya, thank you for being here. Uh, Laura Romero. Laura Romero. I'm so sorry about your pup, your brother's pup. What a good job you did taking care of that beautiful dog. Thank you so much from Walt. And uh, I have to tell you that that pup, this big black dog bounded over to the other side and there were these three wonderful men looking for her and she just covered Walt with kisses, uh, knocked him over and the whole family, uh, the boys on the other side are laughing and your mother comes forward and says, I enjoyed that dog very much. I think that they made friends. Um, and she would, I think he knew she was ill. She said, I want to thank him uh, or her, excuse me, it was a female dog. I want to thank her for her lovely company. Uh, Laura, your spirit guide, spirit guide, spirit guide, spirit guide. What do we got here? What do we got? Uh, okay, so I have Victorian lady and gentleman here. Victorian lady and gentleman. I feel as if I have a governess or a teacher, a governess slash teacher uh, as a guide for you. She's standing, she's got her back to the classroom. This is a really old classroom, really old. She's got like the Gibson girl hair. I can see her from the back in the high collared blouse, long skirt. And she's, and a couple of the kids are cutting up and she has to turn around those old wooden desks, those little wooden desks. And they were on benches and everything. And she's like, you stop behaving, get this, you write this problem down and solve this problem. So she's trying to teach these kids. But she's lovely and she has a lovely singing voice. She loves music, loves to sing. And something when she loves poetry. So I feel this could be a writing guide, perhaps, Laura. And let me know because I, I see, I feel the rustle of her skirts as she walks by. And you will too. So let's see if this, if this lady appears to you. Let me know in later shows or whenever private message me, put it on the show next time you join us next week, whatever, if anything resonates with you, you know, practice your, your crystal tube exercise, see where you get, but I feel like she's guiding your hand here. You are writing and she's got her hand over your hand. So I think she's helping you dear with these, these messages. 
It's a beautiful angel wing here, beautiful angel wing. And I know that you are getting, uh, you're familiar with some of the, the channeling uh, uh, celestial beings, but there's a couple that were a surprise to you, if I'm correct, that you didn't even know were out there and you didn't know what their purpose is. So that's going to be very interesting. Uh, I would like to spend more time on this, but I can't because I'm at 849. I want to thank you for joining us tonight, Laura. Uh, my condolences to you and your family. And please know that everybody's good. Everybody's good on the other side. And let me see if I can bang off a couple more. Sam, Sam. Lux, that was the name of the dog. Okay, Sam, Sam. I'm going to go very, very quick after Sam, Sam. Uh, Sam, Sam. I have somebody who makes things from reeds, from the river, from the water bank. I get the word Nile. Uh, I get the Nile and I also get uh, some rivers. There's a, tra this is a traveling man uh, who lost his home or something and had to move uh, traipses around. And one of the things he does is baskets, uh, weaving, um, other things too. I can't, hats, I guess, some other things too that he does. And he's twisting this stuff braiding it. He's remarkable with his hands. Also tools. He seems to be very good at tools, making like car, uh, tool handles. And I think he's, he's got a brother or father with him that sharpens uh, uh, like in a metal, like for an ax or something like that. Uh, I feel like he's very involved in that. Outdoor living, outdoor cooking, traveling by foot. Um, and he tells me he made a pilgrimage, made some kind of spiritual pilgrimage. He had lost everything from somewhere, traipsed to another country and made a pilgrimage to a sacred spot, sacred site. And he would do this basket kind of stuff to support himself along the way. Eventually, he found a spot and he is in a marketplace. So he and his brother or whoever, I think it's a brother, are selling things that they, tools and stuff like that, that they make eventually. And he said, because I made that spiritual journey, I was rewarded. So he was able to create a life and have a marketplace stall and uh, marry and have children. So I want to pass that on to you. And uh, of course, I have somebody guiding you with uh, pictures. I keep getting photography, video pictures of how beautiful they are going to be. Okay. Uh, beautiful. Thanks, Carol Ann. My grand, uh, from Moda. My grand, yes, my granddad always had a pencil at his ear. Not sure about the car, but we'll keep an eye out. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Kim Smith. Let me bang out a couple of these. Kim I want to say Pocahontas. I have a, if I am you, I have a, a tremendous uh, association with American Indian or Native American kind of feeling here. And I get Pocahontas. I feel like, not saying that she's a guy for you, but I feel that it was about that time. And I feel that was somebody was a female explorer, a female um, guide for someone over there. Could have been a guide like Pocahontas was, uh, could have been a similar guide or it could be Pocahontas. But I do feel that there's, I keep getting that name and I feel like she uh, 
how to show white men. She's very strong individual. She's how to show the white men what to do. Uh, and I feel camping encampment. Feel like an encampment here. Um, and and she uh, drew uh, crude maps in the mud. She's saying of where the of the elevations of where they had to go. She wasn't the only guide on this trip, but she was one of them. So I don't know if that uh, resonates with you. All right. Uh, so I got that covered. Who do, who else did I miss? Kavita. Hi, Kavita. Doing some spirit guides today, and uh, of course, your uncle is here. I have the name George. I don't know who George is. Um, I also want to talk about um, who was that artist, uh, Kavita, Mexican, kind of controversial. She had the unibrow. You know, what I'm talking about. If you're an artist, you know, something, something about art with her. And she did a lot of, uh, it was a Colombian or Mexican art, controversial gal. Um, she probably was the 20s, 30s, 40s even. She might have passed away in the 40s. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, I have an artist in spirit helping you with uh, the book design. I'm seeing the cover of a book and it's not a, uh, it, it, it may be online, but I'm feeling a hard copy. I feel like a hard copy. And I have some kind of pictures being taken in different restaurants and art galleries and all kinds of things. And she's helping you put this together. And why is she here? Why am I getting this artist thing? And it's something particularly about the writing, the font, the calligraphy, this kind of thing. It's very important to her. So I'm going to pass that on to you, Kavita. Ruth Saltman. Ruth Saltman. Uh... <laughs> I'm getting the Bronte sisters, Ruth. I feel like uh, I have someone who wrote like them or uh, told stories like that, fictional account. But there was also some other things that they explored, a spirituality or a, a moral to life, lessons learned. I'm kind of getting that. And I feel about that time period of the Bronte sisters. So this is going back Victorian. And I feel as if uh, this also is like a writing, a writing guy, but also telling you, telling you and telling you. I also get the word. I wonder who this is for. I get the words Stargate. Now, I'm not one of the celestial kind of out there kind of people. I don't really know anything about that. But I'm getting this feeling of this presence that I wouldn't classify as angel, angelic, but I would say celestial in some source, some way, that speaks in, I'm getting the word light language. I'm getting a like a, a special language here. So maybe you will discover this, Ruth, that someone is passing on wisdom from the other side in a special light language. So I'm going to leave that with you. I think I got a couple that more that I, I got. Oh, sh uh, Sarah. Ah, better hurry up. I got four minutes. Sarah, Angie, Robin. Motor life. Sorry. That was lovely. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Jill Sheen said Roy was in the Navy when he was young. Very interesting. That must be his mom passed three years ago, coming up on April 14th. Great. Okay. I got all the super stickers. Uh, 
This feels very close. It feels very close to my heart, says Linnell. Robin says I'm doing great. Thank you. Robin, Robin, oh no. Um, beautiful, says Laura Romero. And, ah, Terry, boy, you just drew, got in here. Can you give me messages for my spirit guides or guidance? That can't be for real. Guidance, I'm having anxiety and fear. Okay. For guidance for the next week, is there something happening at work? I want low guidance. Okay, I'm not going to have time on here. Welcome. $10. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, I got two minutes. You really leave me hanging here, Terry. You're going to get a new job. Don't have anxiety and fear. You have loved ones around you. I have a, a female here, feels motherly, grandmotherly. Um, your spirit guides, you keep ignoring them. You keep expecting them to come in a particular outfit or way. Allow, do that exercise that I described. Watch the replay and ask them to help you. Uh, your anxiety and fear is coming from lack of faith, darling. And uh, I'm being reminded to tell you, faith is the answer. You have family supporting you and uplifting you. Please don't give up. Hold on. Better job. Uh, better job is coming to you. We're in spring now, and I would say by summer. So just hold on. Put one foot in front of the other, honey. Uh, let me see. There was somebody else. Sam, did I get Sam? Sam? Yes. Uh, it was Robin. Robin, I had to get. Robin. Uh, Spirit Guide is very theatrical, Robin, as we know. Very theatrical, misunderstood, lost in the wilderness as you are. I will not leave you. I will not leave you. And I have a night. I want to say I have a Knights Templar here. So I don't know if that resonates with you. Knights Templar. And I have someone who is saying to you, I will not leave you. And Sarah, I have uh, still get that uh, Southern kind of feeling. Peach Cobbler. So that might be grandma. Um I want to let you know that Civil War, there's a, a someone from the Civil War, and I keep getting that. Remember, I was getting a Confederate. This feels like a female gun-toting kind of Annie uh, uh, shooting out the window during the Civil War. Oops, at 9 o'clock, I got to close. Um, so I hope that you can take that route. Thank you, uh, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Sorry if I miss people. I get a little ahead, uh, Marsha Feng Shui. You're in the right line of work, honey, because you've got um, some kind of Chinese background going on here, uh, very much into Chinese medicine. Please join us next week for the delightful, wonderful, exciting, and very interesting uh, Mr. Mark Anthony, psychic lawyer, author, psychic lawyer. Please join us next week here, Thursday evening, 8 p.m., Good night now. Thank you so much for joining us. Good night. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.